Eternal Dirtles is a Hipsters of the Coast podcast sponsored by Paragon City Games and Bearded Dragon Games. You can support us at patreon.com slash eternal dirtles. Hello and welcome to Eternal Dirtles. I'm your host, Zach Clark, and with me as always, Nathan Gullia. Nate, how's it going? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, Phil is out this week. Phil's Phil's uh, making that money so that uh, we can uh, go to uh, Baltimore and not have to worry about the loot. Right. Well, I'm jealous, you guys. I would love to be going to Baltimore. Unfortunately, I do not live three hours away by car. Yes. I live four hours away by plane. <laughs> so. uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, but unlike normally when I'm... Uh, uh, you know, talking about going to a big tournament. I'm not positive what to play this weekend. Well, we talked a little bit before the show. So let's jump in and say that, you know, what you have, you can build Rug, Infect, or Miracles. Yeah. Or Death Shadow. Yeah. I'm not going to play Death Shadow. That's a definite. I don't think that that's, that's a, a good call for me this week. M- mostly because I don't have the the chops to play that deck. I just haven't played it at all. So built, taking a deck, building it, and and just getting crushed because I don't know what I'm doing uh, in a tournament where I'm driving. It, this is going to be like a $200 tournament for me, you know, going yeah. down there, spending money on it, the whole thing. I don't want to, you know, I, I want my best chance of coming away with something. Well, I think of those decks, I think Miracles is the deck that is likelier to do the best. Yeah. But I think it's not necessarily something you want to play. You know, yeah, I mean, it's not, you know, like, I'm not, you know, as much as Dirtle Magus is is who I am, it's not in my wheelhouse in this format to be that guy, but it's tough, because this is, um, you know, like, back to basics is just such a lock. I love playing a card that just, like, ends the game for your opponent, you know? Yeah. And, And that card does that, and it does it well. Uh, and, uh, I, I just, you know, the, the Andrew Cuneo list is, is basically what I would be playing. Um, you know, some, some ins and outs here. I, I would change some of the cards. Um, I'd probably only play one council's judgment and I'd switch that with an entreat the angels. Cause I'd like to win the game eventually. Um, yeah, right. and, uh, I, I might take out, uh, a, the spell pierce and put that and put something else in, in its place. Um, and my sideboard would be vastly different than, than the sideboard. But uh, they they always have the spell pierce in the first three turns. By the way, they never draw that on turn eight when you're like, oh, maybe they <laughs> have spell pierce. They always have it on turn one. Yeah, or, no, or I, I don't. I don't think spell pierce is a card that <laughs> that belongs in in this deck. But uh, I mean, you know, I, again, results oriented. Uh, uh, you know, data. He didn't do too badly with this deck, so I can't. He did I can't win give the grand prix. Yeah. Too much crap. Um, now, would you play the? Uh, Accumulated knowledges over the predicts? No, I still like predict. I like what predict can do, and I like that predict can be, um, you know, you can target your opponent with predict, too. Um, well, if you're going to play Entreat the Angels, maybe you could play this deck. I mean, you could, you, you're going to have some amount of games where, well, it's like you said, the free there's free wins off back to basics, and there's also free wins off Entreat. Yeah. If you can hit it at the right time, and there's not a lot of ways to deal with it, still it's probably still lights out. Yeah. Well, here's my here's my um thing uh, about about uh this deck is that you can you can basically be like, okay, look, I'm just gonna 
play back to basics and see how many free wins I get off that. But um, you got to look at the the metagame and see what is the deck that you're going up against the most. And I think the deck I'll be playing against the most is, is Grixis Control. And back to basics is phenomenal against Grixis Control. Um, that said, I don't think that um, me, Zach Clark, playing Miracles versus somebody who knows how to play Grixis Control is necessarily a favorable matchup. So I have to take that into account too. Um, I think there's a, there's a non-zero amount of people that, that I'm going to go up against that won't be as well-versed with Grixis Control as I will be with Miracles, but I don't know. There, there's a trade-off there, I think. Right. It's tough. To, to figure that out and uh sorry i'm putting on music for my kids mm-hmm. um um but that's the reason i would say not to play it I, I would say you probably don't have enough reps with this deck and there's a lot of just like looking at the top three cards of your library and figuring out what to do yeah and it's funny like yes you probably play against the most grixis control or grixis variants but you're also gonna like you're you know you're gonna have like that second round like steel stompy or something yeah so <laughs> so let's like let's let's put that to the side, right? We've got miracles. We know why I should play miracles. We know why I should not play miracles, right? Let's okay. go to Rug Delver, right? I would be playing with uh, some some nimble mongooses in my Rug Delver deck. I think over the Tarmogoyfs. Um, but uh, sorry, the nimble mongooses, uh, hooting mandrels over the uh, over the Tarmogoyfs. But aside from that, my list is going to be very close to what Alexander uh, Chen's list is. Except for I will not be playing uh, I will not be playing a divert in my in my deck. Is um is Ravica's not legal at this tournament, right? It will not be. It won't even be out. I don't think. Well, the whole spoiler is out. I have no idea. What's <laughs> it won't be out until I think a week a week or two from now. So yeah, okay. uh, definitely not legal. The reason I would say is because you actually cannot divert Assassin's Trophy to their stuff. Ooh. <laughs> Because that said, and opponent controls. That said, I like divert. I like divert in in an infect shell because uh, because of assassin's trophy. Because normally you'd have to worry about oh, there's no other targets for this uh, abrupt decay, right? But you uh. could just target one of your land. Oh, that's you just true. Bounce it to one of your land instead. You know, like I I like that assassin's trophy doesn't really you know like if they don't have any targets, uh, you you can still like be like hit my land instead. You still lose. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but I mean, going it's, back it's to cool, rug. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, the the point of the, the the point of the divert is like it's cool tech until like a couple weeks from now. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing. Also, is like the divert is good in this particular build because he's playing Tarmogoyfs and Delvers. Um, my version won't be playing Tarmogoyfs, so there will be people playing Abrupt Decay, right? Um, and, and since, you know, Assassin's Trophy is not out yet, right? Yeah. Fatal Push and, and whatnot, uh, and, and Abrupt Decay, uh, they can hit my Tarmogoyfs. They already can't hit my, um, Mandrills. They can't hit my Mongooses. My Delvers, fine. If you hit my Delvers, you hit my Delvers. But I, I'm, it's a tempo deck. I, I'm okay with you spending two mana to get rid of my one mana threat. You're just off Tarmogoyf completely. I... Man, I it, it every time I play Tarmogoyf, I it just feels terrible to me. Um, it, it never feels like it, it's where I where exactly where I want to be. And spending two mana, um, to get that thing out on turn two always feels a little clunky. It just feels like why did I play why did I play this card and then I'm shields down for like a turn. Um, whereas Mandrills, there are times when Mandrills can like 
you know, you can have two mana with mandrills, you play it, and you're, like, still have mana open for a spell pierce or a spell snare or, like, a, you know, a brainstorm if you need to or whatnot. I, I just like the ability to have, you know, for the most part, all of my threats being one mana threats. Um, uh-huh. You know, minus true name. I think true name's a, a necessary evil in this deck right now because you have to play against decks like Grixis Control and you have to play against decks like Miracles that can deal with all of your creatures pretty easily and at least true name nemesis uh, puts them in a situation where they have to respect true name nemesis. Right, so would you split two tra- two uh Hooting Mandrels, two true names? And then... I, I would definitely, yeah. I would I would yeah. do two two and then four delver for for Mongoose. Yeah. And... Yeah, I mean here's the thing, I actually don't think Rug's in a bad spot. It seems to be doing pretty well. I mean I think it's probably it's the thing is it's not as sort of guaranteed even as much as any deck is ever guaranteed to be good, hmm. it's more like, you know, it's one of those decks where if people get hot with it, they'll they'll top eight. You know. Yeah, I think I think it's a it's a pilot based deck, and I uh, I I would consider myself a good pilot with this deck. Um, however, you know we've we've outlined the reasons why this is a good deck for me to play this weekend. Uh, Grixis Control just answers the shit out of this deck, man. Yeah. Um, you know every one of their every one of their uh threats lines up well against what I'm doing for the most part. Uh, you know they can block me for days with their Gurmog Angler or their Baleful Strix, uh, as far as my Mongoose is concerned. Um, I, I just don't feel like, uh, you know, like, they can they can just do so much more. The only My only hope is to slam a turn three uh, true name and just ride it out. And I just don't think yeah. that I'm I'm suited to do that against a deck like this that has so, it has so much uh, resilience in, in terms of Thoughtseize, him to Torak, you know, Colgan's Command, they can get those cards out of my hand before I even get them down. Not to mention, they've got Snapcaster Mages. I can't play the value game against this deck at all. If, if it goes no. past turn five without me, like, putting them to, like, <laughs> six life, the game's over. I can't win. So well, I, I, I think, think that you the can... matchup is worse against Grixis Control for me than it is against uh, Miracles. Well, here's what you could do. You can you could have a strong stifle hand, which is good against them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah. Very they're very fetch land dependent. You can tempo them out you, for sure. And you could play, you could maybe go to two spell snare or even three, put two like two and then one on the board if you want to do that. So this can the go back to Alexander's deck yeah, for yeah, a second. Yeah. Deck's on the screen share today, everybody. Yeah. He's got Just look at one. his mix. He's got three stifle, one spell snare, two spells pierce. One forked bolt, one divert, one flusterstorm, one dismember. You yeah. can game those numbers a little bit. Like I mean, divert, I take this flusterstorm out for a counterspell for sure. Um, I just the actual wanna, card, just straight counterspell. Yeah, yeah. Which is another thing you can do. And I would say even like maybe um, you could go like two spells or one spell pierce, um, and then cut the divert for the fourth stifle or something. I think that. Spell Snare is going to be your best your best friend against this Grixis control deck. The problem is Spell Snare has no good targets in the Death Shadow deck, which is probably going to be the second most played deck. Yeah, that is a real <laughs> but problem. But I don't. But I think I think Rug has contrary to, to what people might think. I think it's actually got a good matchup against Death Shadow because Lightning Bolt is a trump card in that matchup. So let me give you an idea of what my sideboard looks like right now. This is this is what I have right now, but I think I might change one or two things. So I'm rocking uh, Pithing Needle, Invasive Surgery, Flusterstorm, Pyroblast, Red Blast, Winter Orb, Sulfuric Vortex, 
tumble, uh, sorry, rough tumble, rough tumble, uh, two destructive revelry, one ancient grudge, uh, uh, life from loam, surgical extraction, and lo and behold, another uh, uh, vortex. So for vortex. So um, the the vortexes are there for for my matchups against Grixis control and miracles. Um, I think if I can get them low enough, I can just slam that and like kind of be done with them. I think it's a good, um, I think it's a good card. The Winter Orb is also pretty good against them. This is true. Winter Orb, Winter Orb helps a lot. Um, you know, the, the Life from the Loam, I'm not positive needs to be in my board right now. I don't know that there's enough, there's enough value to be gained off of that card because against Death Shadow, it doesn't matter as much as I'm killing their lands. Against uh, Grixis Control, they're playing for uh, basics right now, so they're not they're right. they're not worried about it too much. Yeah, I think you need Stifle. I think you need Max Stifle and Spell Snare if you're gunning for that deck. So not I, Max Spell Snare, but more yeah. than one. So I think <laughs> if I you know like if if I'm on this plan, the board plan that I'm on right now, I think I remove one Destructive Revelry and one life from the loam and i shore up another bad matchup which is uh death and taxes and i put play to uh two sulfur elementals sulfur instead. elementals yeah did you have the null rod you said did you um, have a graph digger's cage in there i did not have a cage um how many surgicals i'm playing one surgical and i'm playing a fluster storm yeah, you're, my... like, you're gonna need you're gonna need some more yeah crazy art tape than i think that, I, I should I, I think i should <laughs> so i so i've got i've got the uh, rough tumble in there. Maybe I'll take out a rough tumble and uh, add add another graveyard. Oh hate. yeah, because that I've already got the say. surgical extract. Uh, so, sorry, I've already got the sulfur elemental for for the matchup that I'm really worried about. And if I hit if I hit elves, I hit elves. I was actually gonna say rough tumble. I don't think is as good now that Deathrite Chauvin's not in the format. Um, like it was great at just like cleaning up those like double Deathrite boards or something. But, like, Strix, not only does it fly, it flies, first of all, and yeah. it gives them immediate value. So you're two mana sorcery on that. Um, you know, uh, and for D&T, I guess they're kind of just going to have to lead on Sulphur Elemental. I just don't think Rough Tumble is... Just looking at these top decks right here. Got Like, the top decks in the Grand Prix, in order, Miracles, Lands, Death Shadow, Miracles, Canadian Threshold, Eldrazi Aggro, Grixis Control, Stoneblade, and I don't see... Other, well, like. You're gonna hit what? You're gonna hit some Snapcaster Mages and some and some uh, and some uh, what's it called uh, Stoneforge Mystics, but they've already hit the table and gotten their value for sure. I mean, the other thing is I need to be able to get rid of Baleful Strixes, and that does help in that regard. Like if there's multiple Baleful Strixes down, I can at least like kill those as well. No, you can't because rough, rough only hits oh! flying, doesn't hit flying creatures. <laughs> <laughs> I can too. I can just pay six mana, dude. Um, I've actually done that. I've actually done that. You're right. Like, you're right, though. Uh, yeah, that doesn't that doesn't. Get that's rid why of I was it. saying get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, I think I think maybe I get rid of both of those and then go for the sulfur elementals in their spots, um, and uh, and then maybe throw in one or two more pieces of graveyard hate. Um, but yeah, again, uh, I think the next most played deck after. Uh, Grixis Control of Miracles is going to be Death Shadow, and I don't think that it has a good matchup against Death Shadow, and I don't think it has a good matchup against Grixis Control, and it has an okay matchup against Miracles, and you know, like you have to you have to rug people out uh, to to make this deck work. So I, I I'm apprehensive at at, at, at the very least, and it, it, I, 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 I know really that it'll be a game death... day decision uh, between between yeah. these decks for sure. 
I really think the wrong. I think the Death Shadow Rug matchup is is closer to 50-50, if not in favor of Rug. And that I've now I could have been playing against it wrong, but you know, there's not a lot of there's not a lot of good car, like cards that line up well. Like Thoughtseize is not very good against Rug. No. Like it's just like trade for one of my cards, you lose two life. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I know they want to lose this life. This lightning but, uh, bolt is doing is is has done its job for free. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and like things like lightning bolt or um, treated nemesis can really end a death shadow game fast. Yeah. Let's move on to infect for a second. Yeah. Um, because I think we're gonna say a lot. We would have to say a lot of the same stuff about infect mm-hmm. that we just said about rug. It's like if you think Grixis control is gonna be the most played deck, you really can't play infect. Now, oh, yeah, I just I'm just imagining the the comments. I don't mean that like you can't you can't play infected no one should because I really like playing infect but I you know I'm not in the mood to drive to Baltimore if I'm you and you know play against Grixis control with infect if that makes sense yeah I mean you know, that's, if I was that's a this, real if I was going to the local me. I'll bring infect so you like know? back when Grixis Delver was the most played deck and Pile was the most played deck I played a lot of infect against these decks so I feel like I have at least an idea of what's going on and I know when and when not to do things. Um, that said, you're going up against decks that have just that are just like removal, 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 removal. Creature that's removal draws a card, you know, like blockers, 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 blockers. blockers you know, like and and my best my best case scenario in these in these matches is is my unblockable guys in the form of Blight Agent and uh, my Blink Moth Nexus or Ink Moth Nexus. Well, that's not unblockable against Baleful Strix. Yeah. And and Coligon's command kills Blink Moth Nexus. <laughs> Why? So, so or Ink Moth Nexus. Yeah. Oh, this is a mis. Yeah, it's a, this is a mis. It's a mis. Uh, read on this on this particular list. But yeah, Ink Moth Nexus. Says Blink Moth Nexus. So <laughs> this guy yeah. grabbed the wrong card and still finished first out of eighty players. That would be amazing. Or, <laughs> could you imagine? Like you show up with Blink Moth Nexus, just and no you one just notices. Get somebody. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, I guess I'm dead. They concede. Yeah. <laughs> They think they're dead, but in fact they just took ten damage for no reason. Yeah, I mean, um, so so my biggest, my, I mean, obviously the the best part about this deck is that you win, you win, you can easily win out of nowhere, right? Like that's that's why I want to play this deck is because I can eat, I can you know like I can enjoy the <laughs> I can enjoy the company of friends in between rounds, you know, all of these things are not nothing at a tournament like this. But if I want to play well, um, this this deck is is going to allow me to be uh, less flustered on the overall day because my wins are going to come quickly. Yeah. Here's the thing. I'm looking at this infect list. I'm like, oh, I want to play infect. So if you really feel like just winning on turn two, maybe play infect, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, but I wish there was a way to build this deck that was like more guaranteed to win on turn two. Just because more that berserks. feels awesome. <laughs> yeah, like you've already got four invigorate. You got two. Maybe play Blazing Shoal. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I could do the Blazing Shoal thing. Tr- trigger warning for it's... Phil. This is a three ponder deck. I think that's okay in this deck. I I believe in in uh I, I believe in three ponder three force of will for for in fact personally. Um, I I, I like those one ofs in this deck and crop rotation as as your fourth ponder. I'm totally okay with. I, I always play four fours three days because I feel like you want your tropical islands in play, but that's just me. He is actually on the white splash with Savannah too. Yeah, but that's which, for his two swords and the board. Yeah, and that's that's you know a thing you can do. You can also play rest in peace actually, mm-hmm. um, which is which is this is a good rest in peace deck. Um, yeah, I mean I think like in, for infect the decision is like what do you feel like doing. Do you feel like 
you feel like you know sitting down at a craps table and just being like yep let's win let's win fast and and get some food or let's lose fast and get some food you know mm-hmm. it's tough it's such a I, that one week when paragon was like literally half miracles and i just played and i just played in fact <laughs> crazy and one and lost like one round over three weeklies was awesome yeah, or I mean, locals, I say. it's tough, it man, because, like, Friday, every time I play against Infect, uh, sorry, every time I'm playing Infect and I play against Miracles, I, I just feel like they get me, you know? They, they're just like, oh, swords, oh, snap swords, oh, are you attacking? Terminus. It's so <laughs> hard to, uh, w- once that once the deck turns that corner on, on like, card advantage, like, you're just, the game's over. Um, I would play is... <laughs> the version that we're looking at now. I wouldn't play this exact version. I would want, uh, I'd want one, uh, what is it? The, uh, corruptor. I'd want one corruptor main. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think unfortunately once people realize you could still play Grixis control, that kind of sucked. Cause I was getting really into playing in fact, yeah, against the miracles. Yeah, I mean, Grixis control, I mean like, let's, let's just look real fast, right? Like Grixis control, has something like what nine ten pieces of removal main uh let's find out here uh we got uh let's count strix as as you have to count strix so that's four uh five six seven eight nine uh ten eleven twelve thirteen thirteen pieces of main deck removal and every other card in this deck it conspires in some way to stop you from your plan no, they also have two Lilianas, yeah. a Liliana of the Veil and Liliana of the Last Hope in this particular build, and they can just thought seize your guy. And Snapcaster like, Mages are here as well, so it's right. just like that's a ugh. thing. That's a thing. Like once once they thought seize you and they see the card Glistener Elf, like there's just nothing. Like okay, I'll just take the Glistener Elf. Yeah. You know what are you gonna do? Play a second one? I've got like five pieces of removal. Like what no. are you gonna do otherwise? Yeah, there's no there's no good. Uh, you're you're in real trouble. Uh, yeah. against this deck, and 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 that's one of the main reasons why I I feel like playing Infect is it would be a giant mistake for me. I'm just I, I feel like this deck probably sees a level of saturation that's close to uh, Deathrite Shaman Grixis, uh, but but it's not as oppressive. Well, and I don't think that's effect. that's because now, like this deck is super good. I think that just that many people were on it before, and this is an easy pivot. So. I don't think that this will always be the case, but I think for right now, Grixis Control is is the the deck that you're going to see the most, just based off the fact that for the last three years, like if you weren't playing this deck, you were doing <laughs> Magic wrong. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to throw one thing at you. We did not talk about beforehand, um, but I do. I, I'm just thinking about it. Blue Red Delver. Do you have any? <laughs> this Blue Red Delver. Oh, that's one you could try, and that's yeah. actually we could talk about that. I was thinking, like, do you would you? What about playing like a back to basic Stone Blade list if you want something that's a little more proactive than Miracles? Well, I would first have to buy uh, Stoneforge Mystics. Oh, okay. So, so I, won't, I, I probably won't do that. <laughs> uh, okay. but, so what about Blue Red Delver? So Blue Red Delver is interesting, actually, now because I was thinking, oh yeah, what other decks could I make? I have Merfolk. I could make Merfolk. Uh, I don't particularly want to. Um, but Blue Red Delver, I've played to some level of success before. I have a plateau to prove it. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that I won uh, playing playing with this deck. But um, yeah, it's interesting because with Death Shadow being so prevalent, that's not the worst, you know, like just smashing them around. Like how much damage does a Death Shadow deck have to take before like just one price of progress is lethal? 
how much does it take? Well, like usually like sixteen, because they have two lands in play or something. Yeah. But you know, two three lands. Um, I imagine that's not a great matchup. I don't think Rug is a great matchup for the same reason, just yeah. because you're getting so much early damage. Um, that's a, that's the yeah, thing to the, think the about. Is, Maybe I'll you, pack you those in as it? well. I do yeah, believe do in believe that in deck. It? It's a it's a solid deck. I've played I've played it to some level of success. I mean, when I first started playing Legacy, obviously I started with Merfolk. Um, but then as I as I traded into uh you know traded and bought into uh, Delver, um you know Blue Red Delver was one of the next decks I played, and I I did quite well with it for a while. In fact, I was doing better with that deck than I think I was doing with Rug. Uh, but I wanted to learn Rug, you know. Yeah. Um, well, the thing is that it lost Cataxian Probe, which was a good card for it. Sure. Um, as to the prowess build, but you could do it a number of different things. So, um, you know, we'll see. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, it, like I said, it's going to be a game day decision as far as what I choose to play. So I think it's best we leave it from there, and then we'll find out next week uh, when when you see my name in the top eight of this uh, of the tournament. Yeah, good. <laughs> I wish Phil was on. We could find out what he was playing. I I want to say Phil's gonna be on like some sort of Stoneblade dealio. Oh yeah, I don't know. I forgot what he was talking about last week. If you see Phil, well, don't tell him I told you that. <laughs> I guess no one now, will find out until after the after the week anyhow. So we can spoil yeah. all we want. It's gonna this yeah. this comes out on the Monday. Yeah. Um, do you have Grizzlebrands? I do have Grizzlebrands. I could yeah. I could play blue <laughs> blue black reanimator with with um the the like one uh underground <laughs> i think that would be a mistake though yeah i've been playing uh i've been playing these various grizzle brand shallow grave decks recently and that's a real rush oh yeah i remember you gotta... seeing shallow grave uh spike up to like 30 bucks when grizzle brand uh uh got spoiled i think it probably hasn't even gone down from there has it no, I bought them for like eight bucks. Yeah. Okay. There you go. <laughs> they, they they came down a lot, um. But yeah, that's been fun. I, I it, everyone who listens to the cast knows I I really don't like Grizzlebrand, but you know I just wanted to play some some that did crazy stuff, and I'll give Grizzlebrand that. I don't know why it's legal. I don't know why we're allowed to play it. Um. But it's a fun it's a fun card. Um. Or it's a fun you know those those decks are fun. If you had access to that, I would say. You know, you just show up and see if you can do it. There's so many of them. And I haven't watched C-Lab in so long, so I don't understand any of the names. <laughs> I mean, I get that they're all from C-Lab, but, but I, I keep I get, I have to look at the episodes. Let me tell you something, brother. If you're digging this podcast, you got to go over to patreon.com slash eternal dirtles and become a patron right now. Oh, yeah. Well... You want to wrap up some of these extra Ravnica spoilers? Yeah, we should talk about the rest of the cards that we've seen for Ravnica. Is the whole set out now? The whole set has been spoiled. I think there was some sort of reason they were doing that. Um, there was a like pre pre release or something. They wanted everyone to have access to cards. Okay, yeah, so yeah, I, that's right. I, I I'm, I'm that. part of that actually. Uh, I, I I get to stream uh, the uh, the set like a couple days early, uh, based off of me being. Uh, an influencer. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, pretty cool. Um, did not know you were that had that much influence. Nor did I. Uh, <laughs> um, so let's let's uh go through a couple. We got we did eighteen cards last week. I would say 
we hit a lot of stuff where some interesting people or interesting comments for people about like, oh, you, didn't, you know, we could have done this with this card or something. And, you know, all that's under advisement. I think that I hope I hope people find some cool stuff to do. I love seeing new cards and new decks that come from new cards. So but let's start with Mnemonic Betrayal. <laughs> uh, mnemonic Betrayal. Sorry, I lost my uh, lost my screen here, but I'll find it. There we go. One blue and a black for a sorcery. Exile all cards from all opponents' graveyards. You may cast those cards this turn and may spend mana as though it were mana of any type to cast those spells. At the beginning of the next end step, if any of those cards remain exiled, return them to their owners' graveyards. Exile Mnemonic Betrayal. Okay, I like this card a lot. Well, it's Yogmoth Will You. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I I think that this is gonna easily become a staple in vintage uh you know, like with, with a lot of other cards. This card will eventually be um probably uh restricted in vintage, I bet. Well if they ever get a rod to restricting paradoxical outcome, maybe they'll do that. Yeah. Um But yeah, Vintage is a good is a home for it just because Vintage has Black Lotus and just like three mana take your Lotus is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you could cast like a you imagine there like a recall to sacrifice your Lotus play recall. <laughs> but I don't think in Legacy it's there's enough there's enough stuff like that that's in everyone's deck that you know that's going to be in everyone's deck. Um, I mean, I, I'm I, I'm struggling to think of a of a deck that if I was playing like a blue black deck, I would side this in against, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Maybe no, I mean like, what, what are you going to like cast your opponent's dredge spells? You know, like it, it, the, the only times you can guarantee something being in your opponent's graveyard in this format is, is when you're playing it's reanimator and like, really, that's not where you want to be. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. You you well, you kinda, yeah. Any, 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 um, application for this in legacy is like, um, we, I, I countered your thing, and now I'm playing this, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, the, the true um, value of this card um, comes from where when you can play it in, in Vintage, and you can take, like, Lotus Petal, Black Lotus, you know, any lands that have gone to the graveyard, you could, pl- you could use the uh, uh, cast those cards. So you can't you cast, cast them. You can't, can't get um, ones, yeah. But, you know, st- stuff like that, it, it, you know, zero mana cards that... Um, are now are now in your opponent's graveyard that produce mana, which which exist in that, that format. Not to mention anything that you've destroyed with, you know, your ancient grudges and whatnot, or countered, you know. And then yeah. you know the fact that there are just these powerful one ofs. Like, I would still spend four mana to draw three cards uh, as long as I knew that it meant that my opponent couldn't snapcast or recall later on. You know. Right. So yeah, cool vintage card. Um, we'll see if uh, I. I, I... Highly doubt it would ever get played in Legacy, but it is it is a cool card. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drowned Secrets. And a blue for an enchantment. Um, whenever you cast a blue spell, target player puts the top two cards of their library into their graveyard. Um, no one no one seems to agree with me. I've talked about a couple people. Like This seems like a good high tide card. I feel like... like can you just, this, this is like the early version of a brain freeze right like you cast this first then you try and go off right and it's not doesn't have storm and everything the, the, the thing i was saying is just like or thinking was like you've seen these high tide games get like they just are going for so long before they can cast their you know brain freeze or whatever mm-hmm. you know you can just put this down and then just you know if you're like high tide really gets if they're going off they get to like storm 24 fairly regularly yeah you know so 
they probably can just win with this. Yeah, well, n- now, here's here's the thing, Nate, is we look at this card and we say two cards. Two's not as good as, th- as three, right? Obvious. You know, like, empirically, yeah. two is not as good as three. Um, but Drown Secrets uh, works in multiples. Right. Uh, it triggers off of itself. Uh, not off of it itself, off, but off yeah, of yeah, other yeah. ones, because it's blue yeah, yeah. spells. It's not blue incense or sorceries, you know. So there's there's a um, there's a sort of uh, uh, avalanche effect that happens with this card if you're trying to go off with uh, with uh, a deck like that. So this card may may actually see play based off the fact that you know you 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 start with one, cast some spells or whatever. Uh, then oh look at that I've got another one now every time you cast spells your opponent's losing four oh man I got out the third one you know like I don't know about you but I've played uh I've played Storm in Modern and I remember back when you could play Pyromancer's Ascension uh, reliably and occasionally you'd have two of them out and you're like wow I just cast a zero mana Gataxian probe and drew three cards off of it you know yeah. so. The feeling you get off of having multiple effects like this uh, is is maybe good enough to actually see play. I didn't see it at first, but I think I see it now. Well, the other thing is too is that like of all like of all the decks that exist in Magic: The Gathering across formats, High Tide is the one you probably least want like permanent removal against. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. So Correct. it's not yeah. like you're gonna play this, you know, and some deck like a Modern Storm has the the whatever the uh Baral and stuff right yeah um i forgot the goblin goblin necromancer so you are keeping in permanent removal plus bolt is good in the, against those and bolt's mm-hmm. not good against this uh neither swords plash years but like you can say well yeah this gets this gets assassins trophy or whatever like good give me another island in my high tide deck oh, yeah, and you please you've cast assassins trophy like you have assassins trophy in your deck still like sure okay yeah like or you bring this out of the board and you know you board it in when you think people are not going to bring in permanent removal. I don't know. I could see it. I don't know that it's enough to make High Tide an excellent deck. You know, this Whisper, or not what's Whispers of the Muse. I don't know why I thought that. What was that card we revealed, We reviewed that was Surveil 2, then Snapcaster? Whatever that card is. Those are all there. Those are all there for your High Tide deck. Um, I just want to mention Plague Crafter, because we forgot to mention it earlier. Mission Briefing, um, by the way, was the card that you were talking mission about. For, I don't know where I got Whispers of the Muse from. Um... I just want to mention Plague Crafter. It's a two and a black for a human shaman. It's a three-two. When Plague Crafter enters the battlefield, each player sacrifices a creature or planeswalker. Each player who can't discards a card. Um, Fleshbag Marauder and there's other one. There's a Fleshbag Marauder that's like an orc. Um, but those are effects that are playable in certain contexts. Executioner. Merciless Executioner. Yep. Um, those are effects that are playable in certain contexts. Um, but this is a human on top of that. Yeah. And it's a 3-2, and it hits Planeswalkers. And if it doesn't, if they don't have anything, they just lose a card. And so, it's a Shaman, which used to be a relevant uh, creature type. Used to be, yeah. <laughs> so I think Plague Crafter, I don't know, like, I've seen Legacy Humans, mo- that, that's based off Modern Humans, um, and, you know, there are, usually there's there's there's, there's an opening for this kind of card in that kind of deck, I think. Yeah. And you're going to have, like, a superfluous, like, Noble Hierarch or something to get rid of. Not to mention that this is, like, good for a card all the way around, right? Like, creature, planeswalker, or discard a card. Right. They have, if they have no permanence, none of those kinds of permanence, and no cards in hand, 
and then you're going down two cards, but you know, on the other hand, they don't have a board presence and you have a three two. Yeah, I mean, this so. is good. This is good against miracles, you know. Like normally, a, a, a thing like this, sacrifice a creature effect, is is worthless against a deck like this. But like, it kills their Jace, or at least discards a card from their hand, you know. Right, and it's not the battlefield effect that kills Jace, and they only, you know, that's like a thing like late, like at least gets Jace off the table. Yeah, if you they can certainly resolve. don't want to bounce this, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's at least spell something for Jace that like this is a card that they would never want to bounce with Jace. Uh, severed strands, one in a black sorcery as an additional cost to cast this spell. Sacrifice a creature, you gain life equal to the sacrifice creature's toughness. Destroy target creature and opponent controls. Um, there's not a ton to say here. Uh, this is a sack outlet, um, with some upside that also takes a, one of their creatures off the table. Um, veteran Explorer, Academy Rector, all that kind of stuff. Sometimes As... you need to get rid of your uh, Death Shadow so that you can kill your opponent's dude. <laughs> right. Right. Well, yeah, you know, that's not gonna. That's not. That's not exactly where you want to be. But no. you know, I think that this is the kind of card that could you. Someone will play. It's unconditional removal at two. Yeah. Um, destroys any creature of any color. Um, so if you're in that, if you're in the market for that, obviously, like. Those particular kinds of decks, those you know Nick Fit type decks, don't really want to have let your opponent have like a Gurmag Angler or something down, so because you could just lose before you get set up. So there you go. Um, ex- what's this card called? Experimental Frenzy. Experimental, yes, experimental Frenzy. Frenzy. Experimental Frenzy. Okay, this is three and a red for an enchantment. You may look at the top card of your library at any time. You may play the top card of your library. That doesn't sound so bad. You can't play cards from your hand. Oh. Three and a red. Destroy Eternal Experimental Frenzy. Okay, here's the thing. This card is not great. I'm not going to, like, <laughs> sing the praises of this card. I, I, I obviously picked it up. Um, but, uh, first off, the, the flavor text is amazing. Turns out coffee is the weird ant of invention. Um, huh. so, so there's that. For, uh, the there's first coffee, coffee reference I, I've ever noticed in Magic the Gathering. Um, What's Mother of Runes drinking? Ooh, who knows? Probably, like, Probably a tea. Like mulled wine. Yeah. <laughs> mulled wine. Um, but uh, so this is a card that could fit into, um, you know, the four slot in, in the the like red chalice deck is is pretty glutted but it's another option yeah they're not playing this card <laughs> they have chandra <laughs> yeah well i get that they have chandra but this is a, this is a, so here's the thing this is a card that you could put into that deck in the board or something like that against a deck like miracles i don't know i don't know what bad matchup that deck has because i don't play it but this is a card that is strange and thusly, it's worth it's just worth talking about for a second because it might be something. Yeah, it's it just it shows you that they're monkeying with the top of the library ever ever more, right? Yeah. I mean, and, who knows? You might be able to find a way to mana severance your deck and then go off with like uh go off on storm count based off of like what's left in your deck, you know? Like ooh, uh, this is a card for those thought lash decks. Yeah, yeah, you can play the top card of your library. There's your there's your top replacement. Uh, Thousand Year Storm, four, blue and red for an enchantment. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, copy it for each other instant 
and sorcery spell you've cast before at this turn, you may choose new targets for the copies. This card would be amazing if it costs, like, four. <laughs> Six is so tough. It's a bummer, because this is a neat effect. Well, yeah, I mean, it's Storm Forever. Everything has Storm, right? Yeah. Unfortunately, it doesn't count your opponent's cards. Cause there's no, so there's no, like, I'm going to just uh, wait till you Storm off and then bolt you. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> um... It's interesting because, like, at six, I mean, this is a busted effect. It's like there's no like show and tell this in and win with storm, maybe. Well, I mean, look, if you it, who needs show and tell when you have uh, what's called a seething song, you know, like you could probably build some sort of red blue storm deck around this that is actually like viable, not better than ant i would say but you know this is a tool to start to start that conversation yeah i mean it's it's cool and enchantments are hard to get rid of especially enchantments that cost six um but uh i just unfortunately there's so many other payoffs that don't require as much setup yeah in the format and you'd have to really want to get this to work to get it to work it's it's all you know it was funny it was like we were talking about Grizzlebrand earlier and I've been thinking about Grizzlebrand before you, you before we started talking about the cards obviously and I was thinking about Yogmoss bargain like if we looked at Yogmoss bargain we'd be like oh, this costs six but we'll double ritual it out yeah but then they daze it you know what I mean like that's what yeah. we would say if Yogmoss bargain was was in this set yeah <laughs> and it's banned so like you know it's not like you know it's not like um. We were organized for sure. I just, I just think that the payoffs are way beyond that now, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, man. It just imagine casting Manamorphose after you've cast like three cards. Yeah, it's like crazy. You know, like if you, you get un- this out, and so then you have you're to like, untap it. Like, what about Academy Rector? But like, a, there's no Academy Rector Storm deck, no, right? No. Um, like you could you, you could make a case for like show and tell. I mean, there used to be an Academy Rector Storm deck. That's what Bargain initially was. Yeah. And this could be that answer, man. Like you could you could What's just, in your deck? Like, you don't need <laughs> Dude, your your deck does not need to even include red or blue mana. Isn't there like a draw two cards and sacrifice a permanent? Isn't that a card? blue like you could play an academy rector deck with stuff like that and crack the earth or something yeah get this out but then you have but now your deck has academy rector play. thousand year storm crack the earth no, and whatever that card for, dude, is I, i'm i'm actually on this uh play the old bargain deck man like you know you could play the old bargain deck with this and draw you know like between like you know what is the, what's the black card that uh uh draw two lose two life uh, like uh, sign and blood. Yeah, like sign and blood effects. You know, like that. You know, uh, tower. So now you're I've got Rector, this thing, and sign and blood in your deck. Well, here's the thing: I, is you're not playing any. You don't. You play Thousand Year Storm just like you did back in the day when it, it was bargain. You don't expect to cast this card out ever. You're purely on the let, let's Rector this card out, right? Yeah. Because once this card comes out. You're basically a storm deck uh, that has like a, a ridiculous amount of redundancy, right? Yeah. So I mean, 
you know, what what do you cast? Uh, you know, one brainstorm, right? Cool. Then you cast ponder and you draw like two cards off of ponder, right? But you look at you look at a bunch of stuff. Then well, you, yeah, you get to look at twice. You know, and then then you're like, okay, now I'll cast uh, preordain, right? And you draw three cards off of preordain and scry six times, right? Like, it it gets insane uh, if you're able to um, untap with this card in play, or if you're just already starting out with it uh, untapped. If you like Frexian Tower, your uh, um, Rector or something like that. Right. I, I that's a thing. Like, I I wonder if we're just spending a lot of time on this because it has the word storm in it. And I don't mean that as a criticism. Like, maybe we should look at more cards more often. Yeah. You know? Like, because you're right. Like, you can untap with this. You can, It can be cheated out. And then it's just a cascading effect that is insane with deck with cards that you're already going to be playing in such a deck, like all the cantrips, etc. Yeah. I mean, just imagine if you're ne- the next card you cast is Dark Ritual. Yeah, for six four, mana. For four, four mana. Like, sorry, Dark Ritual four times is crazy. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I feel like we got to move on. Yeah, but of like I, I, I'm, I'm more like curious about it now. Unmoored ego, one blue and a black sorcery. Choose a card name. Search target opponent's graveyard hand and library for up to four cards with that name and exile them. That player shuffles their library, then draws a card for each card exiled from their hand this way. So actually, they put the solution to Thousand Year Storm in the set. <laughs> so you just unmoored ego anyone with a volcanic island and name Thousand Year Storm. <laughs> no, this is um, these extraction effects are of various you know utility, right? Mm-hmm. Um, surgical extraction exists, but it requires a thing in the graveyard. Lost Legacy exists, but it can't name artifacts or lands. So this can name Dark Depths or something like that. Um, and it can name basic lands if you want to do that, but you only get four of them. Here's I feel my, like that's... <laughs> here's my problem with, with cards like this, is is you want to play these against decks that have that one win condition, right? Well, yeah. What deck has one win condition? Well, Like, is... even, even High Tide has two win conditions now, man. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> um, you... you... Well, and that most decks are built to be redundant because they have to be able to beat Thoughtseize Surgical, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they're decks that can, but, you know, they're, you know... I mean, even Storm's decks. got Empty the Warrens, you know, like... Well, you would name, like, Infernal Tutor. That's the thing, like, against Storm, we'd name, like, Infernal Tutor, and they always just draw the thing naturally. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> because you took four cards out of their deck. But, yes, um... You know, that's, that's the thing about these kinds of cards. This one is pretty horizontal. There's... It's three mana... Lobotomy, the original one was like what, five, four, or five? Four, four mana. Yeah. Um, and that couldn't get lands. And the, the fact that this can get lands, I mean, the thing is, like, you could also take someone off like an angle of attack. Um, it's one of those, like, do you board in surgicals against miracles to just, like, take them off something because they have so much air in their deck, right? Yeah. That's been a, that's a miracles theory. And, you know, that sometimes I do it and sometimes I don't, but, you know. Um, it can name know, lands, board, it can name basic lands. Yeah, we board something against miracles and name planes, and then wasteland their tundras because you know. Yeah. Uh, but there's planes on board, which will probably would be by the time you get to three. So never mind. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like you take dark depths out of land. Like okay, so you're playing against lands. Take you name. What do you name? Loam, dark depths, grave of the burn, grove of the burn lows. 
punishing fire. Like you only ha- you're only gonna you gotta get to three to do it. Anyway. I think I would name Loam. Right. I'm just saying that. Like yeah, you've got I mean, a lot of I don't time. know. Like I, I, I that'd Maybe be my enough. guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and your three man. This card will be played because I think there are a lot of blue black decks, and I think at least one person will throw it in their sideboard at some point. Be like, okay, we'll try this and see if that does anything. They're going to name the wrong card. Someone's going to get to draw four because they spent three mana and they're going to get crushed. Right. That's the that's the worst part of this card. Is like the 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 elephant in the room that we're not talking about is the fact that if if you do get rid of that those cards, and as you're looking through your deck, you're like, oh, he does have another win condition. Then your opponent just gets to draw four cards if if you hit the card that you wanted. You know, like well, no. Well, four have, cards have, that they, they have, have those four cards in the deck. If they have those four cards in, in their hand, then that's just good beats. Lost Legacy does that. I think that's a new like thing they do for these cards, so you don't like just feel ter- terrible when they're oh, resolved I against see. you. It's only from their hand. Okay, that's not yeah, so yeah, bad. It's only from their hand. No, 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 no. They don't. They don't draw four. <laughs> automatically. <laughs> My that bad. Be terrible. If they, no, no. Be <laughs> like, why would anyone play? Why are we discussing this? Okay. No, you, you got a Notion sense. Thief. No, you Notion Thief, and then play this, and then. <laughs> then they just then you draw four. Get no, um, yeah, um, yeah. I think it'll be played because I think someone will try it. Like sort of like that. You know, you see things like divert or um, invasive surgery or stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, discovery and dispersal is a split card. Discovery is one and then a hybrid blue black for a sorcery. Surveil two, then draw a card. Dispersal is three blue and a black. Three a blue and a black, I should say. And it's an instant. Each opponent returns a non-land permanent they control with the highest converted mana cost among permanents they control to its owner's hand, then discards a card. I'm bummed that that Discovery costs two mana. I, I mean, I get that it can't be Surveil two, but like a Surveil one, draw a card which we're obviously not going to get would have been, would have been, you know, it would have been impactful. It's too bad. It costs two. It is, it is playable in mono black. I want to, you know, yeah. I want to make that clear. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that's a thing that one could note. The back half of this isn't terrible. It's five mana, but it gets like something off the table. Um, you know, the, the, the permanent with the highest converted mana cost in play is going to be, something horrendous like Jace, Skirmag Angler, Emrakul, or Omniscience, right? Like, it's going to be something horrendous. Or Grizzlebrand. So, or Grizzlebrand. And this is an instant, so there's that. Ooh. So it's got, like, some utility in the late game. Um, But I, I think, like, if this was two separate cards and it was, like, a one hybrid mana, surveil one, then draw a card, and then Dispersal was, like, you know, recoil yeah. with, you know, like an improved recoil... They would both be pretty sweet cards, but together they just make one big pile of garbage. Yeah, that's <laughs> unfortunate. I, I might play Discovery at some point just because it's mono black surveil two then draw a card, but uh, yeah. But this set has some interesting stuff going on. I'm uh, I'm into it. Um, we read a lot of cards last time, and uh, you know, interesting versus good is an, is another question, but. You know, anything else we want to talk about from this uh, from this set? Um, well, there's Risk Factor, which is an interesting card, at least. 
Okay. Risk Fine, factor is uh, is a uh, two and a red for an instant. It's a target opponent may have risk factor deal four damage to them. If that player doesn't, you draw three cards, and it has jump start. So this is like browbeat, but it also has jump start. And an instant. And it's an instant. It, how much does it do? Three or four? Four. So browbeat does five, but it never does five. Or it always does five. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's like browbeat, like the first browbeat is terrible. The second browbeat is good, but you can just play um, like anything else. Yeah. <laughs> True. But this has um, jump start, so it, you know. Yeah, so it's think always, about, you always get the second one. Yeah. So think about your, you know, your uh, your burn deck in in Legacy when you're like, ah, oh, I did not need this land, you know. So here's the thing, it's three mana, right? Mm-hmm. That's so much. <laughs> it's a lot. Like I'm not because here's not, the thing with yeah. with burn, it's like okay, like at three, are they taking four? Or they're probably dead. Like, you're never going to cast this a second time if they've taken four, or they've let you draw three. Yeah. You know? Like, you don't need this card to win. But you're going to end up with two of them in your opening hand with one land. Oh, God. <laughs> you know? It's like, yeah. is that... Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Cards like Exquisite this... Firecraft 4, no questions asked. Yeah. Ex- Exquisite Firecraft is, is better in that regard. But it being... The the jump start is the thing that gets me because there's so many times when I'm playing like yeah, this maybe maybe isn't the card in for legacy burn but like I might play something like this in modern burn. Well, I think that's the thing. If this was one in a red, I could see oh, it. Oh God, yeah. Um, Give because me. what happens on turn one? You lava spike them or whatever, or play a monastery Swiss spear, and then you play this, and they're immediately on the spot. Yeah. But if you Tap three lands on turn three. Like, I can't imagine. Like, you know, you, you don't get the choice, right? So they've figured something out, you know. <laughs> they've either figured out a way out of dying to burn, like they've got like a warmth or something. Not mm-hmm. that really is the case, but like Bite or uh, Batter Skull. Oh, because Firecraft hits that kind of stuff too, by the way. Yeah. I don't think this hits, this doesn't feel like it's crude. So, and then like, you can jumpstart it later, but if that's the best thing you've got to be doing, you're in you're in trouble. I don't know. It's 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 weird. These browbeat type cards are always hard to figure out, right? So, I mean, people always. I should say that like, there's always that like kernel of like this could be good. Yeah. Also, but I mean, I always like a card that that lets your opponent possibly make a giant mistake. Yeah. <laughs> But I on like turn, that with J- turn three, when... they know they're they know, they know you're burned and they're not going to take four. Yeah, of course. So you draw, but then you draw three, and that's not bad. Yeah. But maybe they hem you. <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> I mean, they, they were going to hem you at all, and now you have three cards in your hand, three extra cards in your hand. It's still not great for them. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting card. Yeah. That's think, it for us. Yep, yeah, I think that's it for us today. All right. Well, good luck this weekend in Baltimore. I'm going to need it. <laughs> we'll, we'll have a big reveal next week on what you decided to play. Yep. All, All right. right. Thanks for All listening, right. everybody. Oh, we should talk about we have a, a new uh, a new patron, right? Do we have a new patron? I Was that this week? We gained a new, a, a new patron. Let uh, me double check. Sorry to this person who I'm about to mention. <laughs> yeah, I'm... Pretty positive we we have a, a brand new Corey Kozlowski is yes. our is our new patron. Thank you so much. Thank you, Corey. We really do appreciate it. 
Um, and sorry that I uh, <laughs> forgot. I sent them the thing, too. I was like, oh, look, Corey Kozlowski is our newest patron. We'll reach out to you and see uh, what size T-shirt you're getting and who you want your letter from. Right. Well, that's it. that's it for us, then. That's right? it. Thanks. Thanks so much, everybody. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. I got it. Stop! Stop! Animal stuff. Can't see animal stuff. It's our goat. Keep it up with the Joneses. Stop! Stop! Animal stuff. Can't see animal stuff. It's our goat. Keep it up with the Joneses. Keep it up with the Joneses. Keep it up with the Joneses. All right. Where does he get those wonderful toys? Eternal Dirtles is supported by Audible.com. If you'd like a free audiobook and start up a trial with Audible, you can go to audibletrial.com slash eternaldirtles, and they'll hook you up with a free book, and you'll be supporting the show. Thanks so much.